Hey everyone, Rico here bringing you a full course of news this week. As always, I'm joined by the anime sensei, the moving maniac, the live action lunatic, Marcus. <laughs> What's up, bud? How's it going? <laughs> the live action lunatic. I don't know, does that mean like anti-live action or, or what's what's, what's uh it's it's changing real soon and uh we'll we'll get to that we'll get to that in the news oh that's right that's right i know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah we'll get to that yeah. in the news, but... surprise surprise <laughs> but no it's going good it's, it's it's been a a long week last week but hopefully this, this coming week passes by a lot quicker i do have thanksgiving break coming up so we will have friday off and the following week off so i'm super excited for that um yeah been playing i've been playing a game called inscription kind of half not halfway but i think i got through the second act where the game took like a super weird turn um i've also been playing liza p again i actually got to act six yesterday i started act four and i got through two acts i think i'm on act six i just took down the um it was like the this boss fight with a one dude but then he was joined by his like siblings or something like that uh, mm-hmm. Black Cat and I don't know some other two other two other guys. Black so Rabbit Brotherhood, that. I think it's what they're called. Yeah, yeah, the Black Rabbit Brotherhood. So I got through that. Uh, still watching One Piece. Still watching my daily videos, daily, uh, you know, a week and stuff like that. Uh, other than that, I haven't seen any movies. I haven't seen nothing like that. Just hoping for this week to come to pass by fast. I really am. Uh, I'm excited. I am moving soon. Uh, we're supposed to close hopefully tomorrow. If not, hopefully Tuesday. It all depends how fast I move. It will depend on, you know, where I'm, you know, um, how fast I move and kind of go through the week. But we'll see. But other than that, it's been pretty good. Can't complain. What about yourself? No, same here. Can't complain. Just, uh, I guess I'll just follow you. I've been playing some uh, Resident Evil still. Been playing a lot of Modern Warfare 3 Zombies that came out. Uh, gonna try and good get through the campaign too i mean there was some pretty bad reviews but eh, just to switch it up from zombies every little while i'll uh i'll try to play a little bit of campaign here and there uh been playing a little bit of warcraft rumble too on the side uh as far as what i'm watching i watched the latest episode of shangri-la last night super good like i i know that's one of the ones that i have to like recommend that whenever you watch something else like put it at the top of your list man because it is good it's good. It's so self-aware. And for gamers, like, it's so, you know, like, it's so relatable. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I watched another episode of Pluto. That's also really good. I watched a movie I was telling you about yesterday called Nowhere, which is kind of outrageous in a couple ways, but it's so good. Uh, like, the little story and some of the stuff that happens in the in the movie is really good. It's on Netflix. Uh, it is a... Uh, it's in Spanish, but it's subtitled. So mm-hmm. I know uh, for those people that watch anime and stuff like that, like you don't mind subtitles, watching stuff subbed and stuff like that. So it's it, I would definitely recommend that movie. Like it's it. I kind of just watched it on a whim, and it was actually really fun. Uh, but that's about it. I mean, just uh, enjoying the weather. It's been real cool and uh, like nonstop rain. I don't know how it's been over there with you all, but. It's just been nonstop rain for like the last four days. And I think yeah. it's supposed to go through through tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, too. So, Yeah, kind of like a slow drizzle. Uh, it's been nice. It's been good. Can't complain. Yeah, it's, I've been enjoying the weather. I know it's supposed to be cold, I think, just for like, what, a day or two left? I mm-hmm. think it's supposed to go back to normal around Tuesday or so, at least where we live. We do live over on South Texas, like South, South Texas. If you're familiar with the Rogue Man Valley, that's where we're from. So it's been very nice because it's always hot out here. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, so I guess we'll get straight into it. Uh, we're going to start with gaming. This week, uh, we did have some pretty good announcements. Uh, two big ones. Uh, and one kind of medium one. Another one like for Overwatch. Of course, I have to throw it in there. But anyways, uh, the Steam Deck OLED was announced. Um, so that's a big one. I know Andrew right away is like, oh, I'm getting it. I know, uh, does anyone else in our group, maybe Ricky has a Steam Deck? Ricky, Ricky does, yeah. And Omar, does Omar have one too? I don't think Omar has one. I think he, I think he pre-ordered it, but I think he canceled it last second. I yeah, think he, I, didn't, he ended up not wanting it. What may happen is Ricky will buy the new one and either sell Omar the old one and stuff like that. Omar is interested. And uh, I know portable Steam, Steam Deck is just awesome. I, I personally love portability. I, I, I know you do too, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I mean, OLED. I mean, we did it with the Switch. So I I don't see myself buying this, but uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe somewhere down the road. Uh, it, it's just hard to top the Switch. I know we're probably both in the same boat. We're like, oh okay, but I'm I rather just play my Switch, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next piece of news is uh, we're expecting now a GTA trailer in December for the next GTA coming out. I think as early as next year. I guess we'll know in a, next month. You know, it's not that far away now. So, uh, I know GTA. It's not really a series that I've ever been into, but uh, you know, it's huge. It's huge, and their games last for like a long time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Grand Theft Auto Five came out when it came out. What um, if I'm not mistaken? I don't want to say last generation. Was it two generations ago? Let me check. You might be right. It must have been like 2011, 2012. I know it's. I know for sure 13. it's over 2013. I said. I, I know for sure it's a 10 year game. Like I, I, we're getting into 11. You know, getting into 2024. It released on what system? If it's 2013, PS3 and uh, 360. <laughs> That's nuts. I knew it. I was like two generations. Obviously, uh, 360. Two generations ago, because not last gen, but the gen before that. And I know they've just been capitalizing. Like people have been playing it and playing it and. I'm sure multiple playthroughs, but I know GTA Online is super huge, has a big community and stuff like that. So I'm personally not a GTA guy myself. I've seen people who've played it. I've, I've actually had fun playing with it uh, uh, when it came on Game Pass uh, here and there. I know my girlfriend loves actually playing it, and she's the one who actually, she's passed it a while back. Uh, she beat it uh, when it came out, I believe, last gen. But um, I was cracking up because some of the characters were actually hilarious or funny. I know one of the big highlights was that a lot of the authentic voice lines, because they were actually getting like gangsters and, and people who have been, you know, into prison to kind of show them the lingo and stuff like that. So I know like the immersion there was real, was real intense and stuff. But yeah, I'm personally not one myself. We'll, we'll see. Maybe Grand Theft Auto 6 will change that. I know when it comes to uh, big time reviewed games and stuff. You and I are tend to want to play them, you know, hopefully not miss out on those games and stuff like that. So we'll see, man. Yeah. And it's funny because it came out 2013 for the PS3 and 360. The next year, they re-released it for the PS4 and Xbox One. And then in 2015, they made it for Windows. And then 2022, they did it. They redid it again for PS5 and the Series S and X. Mm-hmm. So interesting. We're finally getting a new one. Yeah, but uh, those things are those things are big. They have huge uh, player bases, so that's that's exciting for the gaming world, nonetheless. 
tomorrow at uh, 10.30 a.m. Pacific time, which for us that we're in Central, that's about 12.30, uh, there's going to be a Roadhog rework Q&A uh, with the lead hero designer. So for those Overwatch fans, uh, we have this Roadhog uh, rework coming, I believe, on Tuesday, right? So uh, we're going to get a first look at it tomorrow and kind of see what everything is. Uh, I saw some rumblings on Twitter about... Uh, you know, the designer behind kind of the rework is a huge um, Roadhog fan. It's one of his mains. So that's going to be interesting to see how he and he, he was very unapologetic was uh, kind of what, what the vibe I was getting from his <laughs> tweet. So <laughs> what would that I, mean? <laughs> I, I, I think I think we're going to be getting something good. Like Roadhogs are going to feast tomorrow, I think. So that's funny. I'm unapologetic. And obviously every time there's like a rework or something like that, we've always felt that what they kind of come out hot, right? And then they get tweaked down a bit rather than the other way around. So that's still cool, man. Uh, I'm not a big, I, I'll play Roadhog here once in a while. What my thing with Roadhog is environmental kills, environmental kills, but Roadhog has just been so, what's that word? I guess he, uh, his survivability is not really up there because there's just so much power that kind of just drains him out. But uh, hopefully it's fun. Uh, first and foremost, I've always been about the fun aspect. It's just, just the, you know, different abilities that can, that can, you can tech into different things and stuff like that. So we'll see. Uh, I'm excited about that. That's because that's I don't play Roadhog very much. So. Yeah, his, this is his tweet. Confession, Roadhog was one of my first Overwatch heroes that I love playing. I bought this dude and he's showing like a little, uh, what do you call him, the Nendoroid or whatever that he bought of Roadhog. And he's still up on my bookshelf. Feel free to judge me, Roadhog detractors. I'm excited <laughs> for the rework to go live and I can't wait to hear what you all think of it. So, yeah, I mean, it's a Roadhog rework coming from a Roadhog main. So, it's, it's going to be exciting. For sure. Uh, the last thing I have... And this one, like, I'm real into this, but I think more the, the discussion we need to have afterwards uh, is what's important. The next Mass Effect game reportedly isn't expected until 2029 or later. So for me, that brings tears to my eyes. I know Andrew's a fan. I know Jed is also a fan of the Mass Effect series. I've been trying to push it on you for a long time, uh, and I'm sure you'll get to it eventually. But uh, the big the big thing here, obviously, we're, we're crying because it's so far out, but... This new thing that we're seeing, it seems like more and more often of games being announced and teased and stuff so far out from release date. Like there's like a big discussion on whether or not they should do this. Is it, do you as a gamer, especially something you would anticipate like a Zelda or a Mario or a Donkey Kong or something, would you want to be teased way ahead of time? And then tell you, well, you know, we're working on it, but it's five years away, six years away, whatever. Uh, or would you rather just not know? Mm, me personally. And I know all the, um, how can I say it? When it comes to like Elder Scrolls, when they did that announcement, I guess a lot of times it's knowing that it exists. It's always fun. The initial part is always fun. Oh, it, it's a teaser. At least a teaser. We get something. But then it's the second part, the waiting and everything that comes after that, where it's kind of like now it becomes, I don't want to say scrutinized, but there's a bigger lens on these projects and stuff like that, where it's like, well, how fast are they going to come out? Uh, what are they doing? And then the, I think, I don't know if it adds pressure to the people making the game, which I'm sure it does, because now, you know, you get online and people who are just, you know, just 
I guess asking for more or want more, and then when you give them a little bit, they want to grasp on. And I guess the internet become, becomes kind of a little, little intense, right? When they announce it, my thing personally would be just show it when you're close. It's okay to have you know a, a year, two year type thing where you can show a trailer, you can show some stuff, give people you know just a little snippet of what the game's going to entail, what's going to all around, a little bit of story, gameplay. Um, I've, I've never been a fan of teasers. I, I think that's why when it, when it comes to movies, anime, I like trailers. Teasers, you know, five second teaser, show like the screen or something like that, or just one person or a still. Or, I've never been a fan of that. That's just kind of like, we already know these games are in production. We already know that they're going to come out eventually. So I don't think there's a need to really bring it up unless it's close to coming out where you can actually give people information slowly but surely. If it's two years out, you know, Zelda gave uh, Tears of the Kingdom, it was like three years, uh, three, four years or so, something like that. And they gave you at least, you know, a two, two pieces of info a year. And then the closer we got, that's when they started ramping up and advertising and more information, more information. So me personally, I would wait. And especially when it comes to 2029, that's six years from now, dude, like, what information can you possibly give us besides we were, you know, they could have said, oh, it is in development. Don't, you know, that's all you have to say. Or it's 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 being looked at something like that, and but twenty twenty nine that's six years, dude. That's yeah, and and that's because we got our first look, we got our first teaser, maybe a year or two ago. So no, maybe actually it might be closer to like two to three years ago that we got our first like little look. Uh, you brought up Elder Scrolls as well, like that one we got a look, and I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago that that's not due for like another three years probably. Yeah, so, I knew that after Starfield, that that's where the focus is going to be in. And I know in your case, it was like, and I know you said, oh, just a little, just something, just something, something. And you don't get it. It's kind of like, you know, like you haven't seen anything. We don't know anything about it. We just know that it's in production or development. That's all we know about it. You know what I mean? But did yeah. that do you any favors? Like, since you're already, since you're in that bubble, right? Did that do, did that do anything for you when they released it or when they teased it? Uh, the thing is, the teaser was so like minimal that, it's just like a reminder that like okay we're working on this like oh okay like doesn't really i I don't think there's any positive impact because we already knew they were working on it so Mm -hmm. if this had been the first announcement i would have been okay but uh the tough thing about something like this is if they don't update you often it, it it does get to a point where it's like why would why did you even announce this like and I'm a patient person when it comes to this stuff. Like, I, I like to know that something's being worked on. But I would like, even as minimal as it is, like, just little tiny updates. Mm-hmm. Because what happens often is uh, we get all these, like, little events and, you know, uh, Gamescon, the little uh, presentations with different uh, companies and stuff like that. And we're always like, come on, come on, please. Like, just something, something, anything. Uh and then you don't get it and you get very like turned off by it, disheartened and you get like mad and you, you know, like it's that, that's uh, I, I think that doesn't help when they announce things like so, so early. Yeah. Uh, I know like for, for Elder Scrolls, I always knew like, okay, Starfield is like their next big thing. We're not going to hear anything Elder Scrolls until after Starfield's out because they're not going to detract at all. They're not, they don't want to take away from this game like at all. Mm-hmm. So uh, now I'm more, I, I think we'll probably hear more about Elder Scrolls in the next year or two. 
uh, now that Starfield's out or whatever, we'll probably get maybe one more presentation where we don't hear anything maybe because DLC and stuff like that for Starfield, if they're going to come out with it. But um, I don't know. I'm okay with it, but I think I think it, you have to give those updates. This thing about them teasing us and then we're not going to hear about it for another four years, like that. that's... This, this I, I, I don't like the that. time though to like to like announce or to give you that the teaser would have been perfect right here in this like whether we get it in like in the summer or something summer 2024 that would have been a good chance for a teaser maybe a little something something and then the hype starts building up you know even then it i think it's the message and the way it comes off where the creator whomever can be like hey just so you know it is in development you know but we're gonna focus on starfield first and then people can understand like okay kai like we're not gonna get anything until starfield's over then the hype kind of builds up gradual thing but I, I don't think it does anybody any favors just to release it early. Like right now would have been a good time. Starfield's out, Starfield's in. When you're done supporting Starfield, you have a team over there. Or if you're ever done supporting Starfield, or you want to keep giving it the support. And then you focus, you turn your attention on the next big one. Okay, here's a teaser. Now you get here's some gameplay info. And also, I guess, is because when you're working on these big time games, Starfield and, and Elder Scrolls, obviously they want to give the flowers to both of them at a quit time you you kind of put them in the same realm and all of a sudden starfield becomes a thing of the past because there's it's just okay cool all right we had starfield um but elder scrolls is two years from now three years from now i'm just gonna go and play that i'm gonna wait and play that instead so i can see why they do it but again if if there's ever you give them that fan base you give them time and then you can kind of roll with it if, if it's two years out that that's great if not you know so we'll see we'll see more or less um at least for elder scrolls what we get but just to answer your question Stuff like that, I don't think does anybody any favors. Teasers. Yeah, I think uh, I think there was some comments that, that came out a couple weeks ago about Bethesda. They felt very pressured to put out like the announcement about Elder Scrolls because like the fan base is rabid, you know. Uh, so I think, like you say, if they're a little bit more clear about like, yes, we're we're hearing you. Elder Scrolls is coming. We're working on it, but everything is Starfield right now. So just be patient, right? Yeah. Uh, and as far as my opinion on the like long time, I think as they do it now, I'm not down with it. Like like I say, if they're not gonna give you updates at least every year, every two years, like I'm not down with it. Like it's it's too like you say, it doesn't do anybody any favors. If they were to say, Okay, we're gonna do like a little update here, like and even if it's minimal, like they're just saying, Yo, we have like the levels mapped out, we have a working title, uh, we're not ready to give that to you yet, but this, that, and the other. Like we'll we'll show you this. We'll show you some some early uh, concepts and stuff like that. Like okay, like I'm I'm down. Like it, there's some hype. There's some excitement there. But uh, not hearing about something for two, two, three, four years. Like that's that's crazy. Mm. I think I'm I'm not down with that. So yeah, I think uh, I think it would be okay if they changed uh, the way they do it a little bit. But hopping over to anime, man, everybody's getting into the anime game. I think you made that comment yesterday, and I mean, you're not you're not wrong, bro. Uh, yeah, everybody wants a piece, man. So uh, here here are the three announcements, and then we'll get into the, like the last big one. Uh, John Wick is coming to the anime world. Uh, Terminator, the anime series, coming to Netflix soon. The Witcher, Sirens of the Deep, coming to Netflix late 2024. Uh, and fun fact about that one, the voice actor from the video game series is returning to be uh, Geralt. Dog, Doug Cockle, I think is his name? Mm-hmm. 
So he'll be back. I know a lot of people love uh, the video game series, so he's going to be coming back for that. Uh, solo leveling anime scheduled for January 2024. And the big one that everyone's been waiting for, Arcane Season 2, officially announced for November 2024. So what do you think? John Wick, Terminator, Witcher, solo leveling, Arcane? I mean... Those those are big ones. Uh, I know solo leveling in terms of the manhwa the manhwa verse and and Korean comics, but like Terminator, John Wick, like those. I mean, uh, yeah, those are big big time. And the fact that they're getting anime adaptations, which it kind of makes sense, just because in 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 retrospect, I don't want to say visual affection like that, but with anime as a medium, you can do things that you've always wanted to do that you know may give them the freedom to really go off with the animation really go off until battle sequences or sequences in general that they couldn't in in film so it's going to be kind of cool to see exactly what they come up with and what it looks like i think terminator is gonna i guess because john wick is gunfights they do a good job of their gunfights anyways in cinema so i'm kind so john wick i'm not sure exactly why what route they're going to go with but in terminator obviously it's also gunfights but then you have you know depending on what what t what is it the t2000 or which is the one in part two where they're able to kind of morph and stuff like that and and you know swords gunfights and kind of all crazy stuff and then you obviously have the future where you can bring just about whatever type of monster you want um it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting i don't want to say steins gate right but steins gate does have that thing where uh, these things come from the future you know skynet technology tactics or lord types type stuff there so it, Terminator is actually interesting. That that one's piqued my interest more so than John Wick, just because I know John. The last movie I did see it in theaters, people raved about it and loved it. I just had an issue with that drawn out sequence, the drawn out action sequences. Man, oh my god! But that's a, that's a conversation for another time. But Arcane, that's the one I was looking super forward to. Yeah, that that's exciting. I think just we knew it was coming. Man, and the fact that it's going to come out what one more year i'm good i'll binge watch it i love the first season i know a lot of people did it put a, it put people on to league of legends that weren't about it a new audience i'm not really sure how the community felt about it you know but i've always felt you know more players is, is, is a good thing so i don't know, i think it's cool uh all together but arcane can't wait that's the one that i'm just excited about the most yeah, I think, uh, I, I mean, I think most people are right there with you. It was kind of a big, su- I wouldn't say a surprise. Uh, and what I mean is the first season, like, it was just so good and kind of took the world by storm. Like you said, pushed a lot of people into the video game universe and stuff like that. So it's just been very highly anticipated. So everyone's just super excited that that one's coming. I think for me, I think uh, Terminator also is the other one that I would say, like, Uh, Just the thought of it, like everything we've seen in the Terminator movies, kind of like you said, now with anime, them going into the anime verse, like it seems like they're going to be like uncuffed. You know what I mean? Like you can throw this in there, this in there, you know, rather than having and spending all this money on crazy special effects and all this kind of stuff, it's just animated, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's going to be cool to see where they go with that. Uh, John Wick also, I kind of have question marks about like, oh, how are they going to do this? Like, are they going to... Are they going to model the characters after the characters we're already familiar with? Or is this going to be something different? Is it a completely different story? Is it just like the little mini stories in between some of the movies that we've seen? Or I don't know. Well, uh, I guess that one is kind of just... Uh, we got to wait for more information to kind of see 
how they're going to hook us into yeah. an anime John Wick, right? Yeah. So hopping over to film, movies, TV, and all that stuff, uh, I have to open up with the SAG-AFTRA, and the studios have officially reached a tentative deal for a new three-year contract. Something we've been raving about for like the last, I don't know how long it's been already that the, you know, the, the strike, the strike, the strike. And it seems like, yeah, we finally uh, got something settled. We're going to move on. Uh, people are going to get paid. Uh, people we're going to start, they're going to start writing. They're going to start, uh, you know, filming. Everything is kind of going to come back to normal when it comes to like the film industry and all that kind of stuff. So good on them for f figuring something out. From what I heard, I think... Uh, the actors writer side got pretty much mostly everything they wanted uh when it came to this new contract and i think one of the big things was the ai and using people's likeness and stuff like that so i mean it's it, it, at least for another three years like we're we're good right yeah yeah uh so the first thing i wanted to bring up the yu haku show live action got a trailer i don't know if you saw it already but uh, it is coming out in december in December the 14th, December the 14th, so a little over a month away. Uh, looked interesting to me. I don't know too much about the show, but uh, some of the things I saw look pretty cool. It is not, I kind of, I kind of wanted to compare it to like One Piece and say like, hopefully this builds on what One Piece started, but rather than it being like a, like a fully adapted to like English and all that kind of stuff, it is instead gonna be uh primarily like a sub show that we're gonna watch so i think that's gonna uh, that's gonna put it in a little bit different realm when it comes to all that uh as far as who's gonna watch it uh but i hope it's good did you watch the trailer i saw a little bit of it i didn't see it at all and i'm actually one of the ones that aren't i when it comes to those i guess live action i'm not super big on them and the thing is, it's just because it, I, I, it's, it's not done by anybody here. That, that stuff is kind of outsourced out of there. And then Netflix just gets the rights for those type. Full, Full Metal Alchemist, uh, I think Mob also got one a while back. And that's just something that, I, I, I don't say like the big budget type stuff, but it, it wasn't as put out and it wasn't ad, as advertised. But it's that domain. It's that type of live action mm -hmm. where you're going to get the over-the-top you know, Japanese martial arts type stuff. And if you're into it, you're into it. If not, you're not. That's fine too. But this is, I wouldn't compare it. It's, it's going to be an unfair comparison if you were to compare something like that to the One Piece. So, you know, just my thoughts anyways. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think uh, unfairly, like you said, because One Piece kind of just putting live action anime adaptation kind of on the map on Netflix. And now we hear of this one, another classic old school anime and maybe people aren't gonna get what they expect mm -hmm. like i said it like like i said at first and like you like kind of just put the stamp on it it's different it's one of those in-between adaptations it's not all the way but it's kind of uh just like a second tier maybe even third tier uh production so yeah. we'll, we'll see i mean hopefully it's good but uh We'll just have to, it's, it's about a month away, so we'll check it out. Some other trailers we got were Mean Girls. There's a new Mean Girls coming out. Uh, and that one, it was interesting to see that some of the original cast is going to be coming back. Uh, pretty much centering around the main story that we saw in the movie. Uh, you know, big hit of a movie. So uh, let's see what kind of reception it gets when they're remaking a movie that's so popular into, uh, I think it's a series, right? I don't think this is a movie. 
I, I don't remember. I don't know if I, th- I think they were coming. I don't know what the actual. Um, I forgot what it was, but I think the everybody was supposed to come back except Regina George, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there the the Regina was different. I I, I did know I did notice that, but some of the other characters were different. Uh, but I mean, it, it's gonna be interesting. Like like to me, there's some movies that you think like, why would they remake this? But uh, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe maybe it's a little bit more modern. Maybe more people will get eyes on it and they'll go watch the the older movie, like whoever didn't. But uh, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with this one. Yeah. Uh, we got the first trailer for Inside Out Two. Uh, with one of the new emotions, I think it was anxiety. One of anxiety, like several. Yeah, that well, that one was the big one that they highlighted. Yeah. I think there is several, but I know anxiety is is kind of the new one. You know, with the little girl going into her teen. I think her name's Riley, if I'm not mistaken, going into her teenage years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think just about all the cast is coming back except for two people. I think is what I had read. So that's gonna be cool. Uh, Kevin Feige also made some comments about uh we might be seeing x-men a lot sooner than we think in the mcu so that's that's gonna be pretty cool uh any thoughts on that inside out or us getting x-men i mean well me just i'm still on that superhero thing we'll see maybe x-men kind of puts everything on the map i I don't know if they were ever saving one of those big franchises for marvel in general but um inside out that's someone that just I know whether Pixar has been struggling here and there. I know their last one, Elemental, did pretty well after the initial, uh, I guess, hype to it and stuff like that. But the trailer for Inside Out looked amazing. I actually enjoyed part one a lot. And when I saw the um, the trailer for Inside Out 2, I said, this looks awesome. And I, I think it's going to play more so just because people do have these emotions. People can actually relate to these emotions. And anxiety just looked... She, I think it's Maya Hawk, I think is voicing her. Mm-hmm. Looked, yeah. it, looked, it was awesome and, and obviously very likable and stuff like that. But I think the other emotions also kind of play a part here. I think it was, it was envy, embarrassment, and there was one more. And that's the one I just can't, I don't remember. It's the one, it's the one where it means self-aware. I forgot the word or the name they gave them or, or, or what it was, but... It's the emotion where you're self-aware, you know what's coming, but then it's just all the other ones that, again, people can relate to because people do have secondhand embarrassment. People do, you know, have anxiety or, or experience anxiety in some shape, way, or fashion. I don't give a damn who anybody is. Everybody has some sort of, you know, they, they feel a little bit of it, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think this movie's just going to do a damn good job of expressing all those emotions and let people know that it's okay, especially people who like Pixar. Or, or, you know, who are in love with Pixar. But I'm super excited about Inside Out 2. I saw that trailer and I just, I started laughing and I, I, I just felt um, a certain way about it. So Inside Out 2, man, that, to me, that was the, the big, big one. The, the, what caught my attention, and I don't know if this means, you know, a, a certain character is going to come back or, or not, but um, the elephant, you know, in part one, the elephant, I said, Bing Bong, I think. Bing Bong, Bing Bong. Yeah. Bing. I don't know if that if that one right there kind of kind of looks a little bit like Bing Bong, and I would think that's I don't know if that's going to be embarrassment or the self aware aware one, but I know Bing Bong was a big time favorite. So if Bing Bong made some sort of comeback, that'd be kind of cool. But that's what it looks like, anyways. But we'll see, or maybe like a re- a relative of Bing Bong. But I don't know. I'm super excited about Inside Out. Really, really, and truly. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm super in that same boat. I really love the first movie, so I'm excited to just 
learn more about this and like you said the emotions and all that everybody relates to so it's uh it's gonna be a good time mm-hmm. uh some other news we got some big ones actually uh these next three uh live action minecraft movie and mortal kombat 2 will begin filming early in 2024 so i don't know what they're gonna do with the minecraft movie but you know let's have at it mortal kombat 2 i know i think we both enjoyed the first one right there was some original stuff yeah. in there that was a little crazy but for the most part it was a great movie and kano kind of stole the show so yeah. it was uh, it was amazing uh nbc universal intern mistakenly reveals that shrek part 5 is releasing in 2025 so a new shrek on the way uh, and the third one I have here is Universal says Super Mario Bros. is one of their new franchises, which kind of makes it sound like uh, they're not done with Super oh, Mario. Hell no. Hell no, we aren't. Hell no. And I know the at the end of the first one, if you haven't seen Super Mario by now, I, I'm sorry. You need to get your ass and go see it. But Yoshi was teased at the end, for those of you who haven't seen it. And then, obviously, Lumas exist, so I'm waiting for Rosalina to, to make her grand appearance. I'm super excited about that. Rosalina, Bowser, battle is all I need on screen. So if you give me that, I would I would just lose, lose, my, you know, lose my shit. But, uh, yeah, man, Mario's going to be big. There's a lot of stories to tell. You, the Luigi's Mansion route, the, the new Princess Peach game is coming out. There's, there's so many characters you can roll with, man. Now that's the crazy part. Paper Mario has so many, uh, but you know what is it? Toad's um, treasure, Captain Toad is is probably another one. Uh, there's just so much, and I, I'm just wondering why it took them so damn long. The other one you mentioned before Mario, what was the other one you mentioned? Uh, Shrek, Minecraft, and Mortal Kombat. Shrek, that was the other one I wanted to get into. Shrek is just Shrek. I, if you, I don't know, have you seen Puss in Boots? I still haven't, but I think it's on. Oh, I think it's on a lot of the streaming services now, so I'll, I'll check it out soon. I was supposed to watch it with my nephew, but he had already watched it. That's why I never got around to watching it. But I have heard really good things. So, oh man, Puss in Boots is amazing. I, I love Shrek too, and if we're gonna put these in, in terms of that realm, that Puss in Boots movie, man, is up there, definitely top two. I, I would put it up there with Shrek two. It's up there with Shrek one, obviously. Um, I like part two better than Shrek one personally, but this Puss in Boots movie was amazing. And then the ending, there's an ending sequence that happens. And you're like, oh, snap. So it, I don't want to say it kind of confirmed, right? But it did lead people to speculate that we would be seeing another Shrek soon. You know what I mean? So it's, that's exciting. That's going to be a lot of fun. Shrek 5, I, I'm just curious. You know, Donkey, Shrek, Fiona are getting all the, all the big guys back. So it's going to be good, man. I'm excited. Especially if it's as action-packed as Puss in Boots was. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to have to watch it here soon. To kind of build with this hype, uh, what any thoughts on Minecraft or Mortal Kombat? Minecraft n- never played it. I couldn't give any thoughts on that. I'm not sure what a Minecraft movie um, could give you. Although I did see something in Five Nights at Freddy, where uh, Lillard Matthew Lillard was one of the guys, and they apparently approached him and said something like, "You know, this movie is going to be made for the the fans in mind, and if people don't like it, that's okay. We're making it for the people who enjoy it." And I thought that was kind of cool. If you're a fan of something like Minecraft and the creator or the, or the, or the director said, hey, it's going to be for Minecraft fans, I think that's great. I think that's amazing. So if you're going to cater that to that group, at least you know what you're getting. And in this case, you know, I think that's cool. For Mortal Kombat, it, you know, like you said, Kano did steal the show, so maybe, maybe you'll get more Kano stuff or, you know, more story as far as the original character, our main character in that series. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. So, uh, my, you know, Minecraft actually does have a campaign, like a story mode 
uh, even though it kind of started as just like a builder, they did eventually add in like uh some like a quest where you go and like you and you eventually like fight the ender dragon and stuff like that so maybe maybe now that i think about that that makes sense like maybe that that's the the way that they'll go with this minecraft movie mm. uh so these last two for film and tv which are kind of like the big two i think where we'll have like the most of our discussion in in this section first one being avatar the last airbender live action coming to netflix february 22nd of 2024 and we got a trailer and what did you think marcus i saw the trailer and it looked uh it looked amazing <laughs> um i was hoping the reception was going to be good and i know it's been teased and obviously the last live action uh avatar last airbender has a very sour taste in people's mouth the and i'm talking about that film that should not be named i don't that show should not exist Super bad, super terrible. So when people heard live action, people were just kind of, and, I, and I've kept up with the thing the whole time. People were kind of upset and kind of like, oh, no, we didn't ask for this, I don't know what. But that trailer, that's that's what I'm talking about, man. The bending looked amazing. The fight sequences, at least with what they showed, it was maybe two, three second little fight sequences here and there. But it looked awesome. The characters looked great. The dialogue looked sounded good. I, I was just, I was very impressed. There's some things here and there. I know some of the visual effects, again, when it comes to stuff like this, might suffer a little bit. But as long as the story's there, the characters are likable, um, the fight sequences are good. It's a great story. Ah. I'm cool with it. And I, I actually really enjoyed the, the trailer. Um, and that was one of the things I highlighted. And it was just, it was cool. It was really cool. And I was really excited to see that. Yeah, I think, uh, I think this is kind of the, where people should look more when they're like, okay, well, what's next after One Piece? I think yes. this, yeah. this kind of seems like that this is where everybody should go, right? And again, it's only a couple months away, February. Uh, there was one scene. I'm not too familiar with uh, with Avatar the series. I I watch very very little. Only whatever I, I like when my little sister was watching that she would check this out. Like I would just you know sit down and watch with her for a little bit. But uh, to be honest, this trailer kind of got me excited for this, and I might try and watch the anime between now and when this comes out. Uh, there was one scene in particular that got me actually really excited. Uh, and it's like where he makes his entrance. I guess he's like pulling up into a village mm -hmm. or something, and there's like a bunch of soldiers. And he kind it seems like he kind of just drops. Yeah. It, it's kind of like like a superhero entrance. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's, yeah. it's kind of what you would call it. And uh, I don't know. I I hope that it goes well for this one. It seems like the cast casting seems pretty solid, at least with what I know of the characters. And uh, I don't know. I'm super hyped. <laughs> I'm super yeah. hyped. And you should be. And the and the cool part is, is that the Last Airbender is it was made here in the U.S. It's it's American animation. It's a cartoon first and more foremost here. And the cool thing is, is that and you're right. This is something that you should be compared to One Piece in this regard. The crazy part is, is that One Piece is obviously a lot more wacky than something like this. And this one is you're gonna have the characters. It's gonna be a lot more grounded and just in terms of the power ups and the powers and the way you're able to do things. So. It's fair to say that this might just look very, very nice. And I like you mentioned the superhero entrance because Aang is just, you know, he's fun, he's quirky, but when he's powerful and when he goes into his avatar, avatar state, when it gets intense, it gets intense. And I really hope that this show, does, again, does, I don't want to say feature, right? But I, I would like for it, and, and especially for a lot of these, to go into a little bit more of the nitty gritty, dark, you know, just 
type of themes just because the audience here obviously you're trying to go for the new audience and stuff to check out the other stuff but you know this is something that we grew up with i grew up with i saw when i was like 15 uh, obviously people a little bit younger also saw it when they were little so i would hope they would make those sequences and those scenes that i'm talking about just intense and i would like to see that dark nitty-gritty type of stuff also so i'm excited and i'm glad i'm glad you're excited too if you haven't seen it it's hilarious it has some great scenes and it's very it's very philosophical it's it's it has amazing themes amazing messages so it's something you got to check out man yeah i'm i'm excited i'm excited and i'm probably gonna end up watching the anime just because of what like how good i thought this trailer was in just kind of setting it didn't give away too much it kind of just showed some of the characters i i know of just from the little that i know or whatever uh and uh, a lot of the special effects i thought looked cool like i said the superhero aspect of it looks dope and uh, I'm I'm pumped, I'm pumped. Uh, last thing for the live action lunatic here. A live action Legend of Zelda movie is in the works. Uh, just some of the some of the other little news that we've gotten since you know the official announcement. We have Wes Ball, who no, most notably worked on Made uh, Made Maze Runner is set to direct with Avi Arad set to produce for Sony. Uh, I looked up Avi Arad because I, I wasn't like super familiar with his work right off the, you know, right off just the name. Uh, but apparently he's produced a lot of Marvel stuff. So in terms of superhero stuff and, uh, you know, those kinds of stories being told, like he's super familiar, just to name a few. Uh, Spider-Man 2, Punisher, Hulk, uh, Ghost Rider, Iron Man, Amazing Spider-Man. Some of the newer ones is uh, Across the Spider-Verse, Borderlands, Craven the Hunter. Those are still yet to come out. Into the Spider-Verse, Venom. You know, so he's worked on a lot of stuff when it comes to like superhero stories and drawn out stuff like that. So I think that's a positive. And we also have Derek Conley, who is set to write the script for this live action Legend of Zelda movie. Uh the things he's worked on notably lately has been Jurassic World and Detective Pikachu. So Maze Runner, a lot of Marvel stuff, Jurassic World and Detective Pikachu all in one, you know, somehow we're getting a Zelda movie, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I don't, I don't even know where to start in terms of this particular conversation. There's just a lot that kind of went through my mind. Uh, I started thinking of casting. What what do I want? What do I want to see? What shouldn't be there? What should be there? What 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 are they going to adapt? What are they not going to adapt? You know, different things like that. Chris Pratt. Nah, that's I don't like, no. So yeah, and I was just one of those where I was just kind of like, dang, like, and I even thought I was like, even in the podcast, where do I even, where what do I talk about? Where do I even begin? And I know one of the things that we had mentioned a while back was we thought Don Kong would be the next property that they'd adapt or whatever. And in this case, we're getting, or we got, you know, a live action, mind you, of all things, a live action Zelda. Even then, I'm still not sure what I want from it, what they should be showing. I, could, I couldn't tell you, man. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't know what all i know is that what type of story i would like to be told and i think i either mentioned it to you did i mention it to andrew i, I don't remember but it's just i don't know why don't you do you have do you have a question by any chance of what you want what you want to know first because i don't i don't even know where to begin as far as as far as talking about this i i i'll just kind of give you my comments and or my thoughts on it not not really questions uh but 
You know, I think, for one, it was very surprising that they went the live action route, I thought, first and foremost, instead of kind of just, we saw what happened with Mario, Uh, you mentioned we're both expecting Donkey Kong up next just because of what happens in the Mario movie, Um, so I think that kind of laid some groundwork for like them doing animated films going forward, so them flipping the script and kind of going with live action was a big surprise, I think not just to me, but to a lot of people, and... I think it can work because we've seen fantasy films and how, you know, when people take the right time, the right cast, the right story, it works. Like, people love that kind of stuff. I know we're biased because we love those kinds of films. But uh, I think what's going to be most important here is, obviously, uh, storytelling is first and foremost. They, They have to get us invested in some way or another. But I think... I think it's important that they try not to do too much in a first movie. They just lay the groundwork, uh, get us invested on why things are the way they are, who Link is, who Zelda is, who uh, is the enemy ultimately and stuff like that. Uh, being that I'm not as familiar with Zelda as you, uh, I I don't know if you just kind of start from the very beginning in terms of like, story-wise or if there's a better story that you can tell uh like what it what would you say is probably the most captivating story in the zelda verse because i think uh it doesn't have to be the very first one if that's not a good one because of the nature of you know the universe of zelda and kind of where it were you know there's some things with like timelines and universe and different different stuff like that i don't think you necessarily have to go in a linear fashion but uh those are my thoughts anyway i think most important is that they give it they give it their all but like in one story don't try to do too too much and go like this whole big production i think you start off with something super solid good writing and then expand from there yeah and i agree the I would like a more concise story with maybe things spread out here through there. My thing was in what what do I want to see? I don't want to see, and this is me personally. I don't want to see something whimsical. I don't want to see something that's, I guess, how can I say it? Family friendly. I guess I think if you're gonna go family friendly, you gotta go. If it's gonna be fun and whimsical, it has to be something like Dungeons and Dragons. I heard that the, the, the latest one was good. It, it told a really nice fantasy story. It was funny if you're going to go that route because I just don't know what type of Zelda you're going to get. Are you going to get, you know, Skyward Sword? Or are you going to get like Wind Waker type stuff? Because Zelda's been told, has been told through all kinds of different mediums. Or are you going to get something like Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time, or Twilight Princess Zelda? Or are you going to get something in the middle that's a little also, also intense? And you're going to get something like, um, what's it called? Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom type of Zelda. So that's the thing is, is that there's all kinds of Zeldas that you can actually roll with. And my thing is, I want to see Lord of the Rings. And I don't know if that's fair to it or not, but Lord of the Rings does have that nitty gritty. does have that little lightheartedness here with the Hobbits and stuff like that here and there. So that'd be kind of a good general starting point, in my opinion. And if you want to go a little bit more light, you can. If you want a little bit more dark, you can. And, and again... If you're going to mesh Dungeons and Dragons, Lord of the Rings, and create a Zelda story, but I just do not want to see, like, you know, Aragorn, Aragorn, that Aragorn movie for, based on the book. I don't want to see anything like Willow, um, 
for the movie and stuff like that. You see different things like that. Like that, that's where I'm scared. You know what I mean? I think, I think what's key in making, I think what's key and what's so different that separates like some of those more whimsical, not just like the vibe and, and the, the, like you said, whimsical, whatever, uh, from like something like Lord of the Rings is obviously like the world building. Right. Mm -hmm. So that is kind of like the challenge, right? Uh, what would, how would you feel if they broke up the movie into two parts? I would be totally okay with it. And again, just because if you're obviously we're getting into lore and stuff like that, when it comes to lore, like that's, that's going to, I don't want to be a challenge, but if you have more time to tell that story when it comes to lore, that'd be great. And you don't have to do anything like you mentioned, too, too crazy. Give us, obviously, Gandorf, Zelda, Link, Triforce, the gods. That's probably as far as you need to go, personally. You don't need to get into the timelines just yet. You don't need to get into the different, you know, the different versions of Link. You don't have to get into that stuff, you know, the Zelda descendant. You don't. You can get into Hyrule just a little bit if you want. Uh, the different races, you know, the different, um, um, you know, you have the uh kokiri and you have the the yeah. grudos and you have you, you know, would want to you you would want to see a little bit along the way but yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing too crazy right yeah and you don't have to get you, you don't have to tell much because again zelda has started establishing that lore right the imprisoning war is what we got and then we got the the um, what you call it um and there's different versions of the imprisoning war from skyward sword the the um demise being one of the other characters that that started the whole you know curse if you want to call it something uh you also have the what you call it in twilight princess with it with a twilight you know there's just all kinds of stories that kind of build up and that's why i don't want to get into into that all that when you can just tell if you're gonna go you can go uh legend of zelda one Link to the Past, maybe, if you want to kind of get... In, even Link to the Past might be a better challenge. I think Ocarina of Time, if you do want to get into that story, uh, that timeline bit, you can. But even that might be a little bit of, you know, as far as lore is concerned, a little bit too much. So I think OG Zelda, um, even Skyward Sword, just because that obviously that's the first one in the in the story. Obviously, you wouldn't get Ganondorf just yet. And that'd be a, a good way to start, right? Just because it's kind of one of those... Oh, you're not gonna get the big bad guy yet, but we'll tease him at the end. Here's You'll tease him, man. part two. You give us demise. You know the Demon King is what he was known as, and and you can actually start from the beginning if you wanted to. Um, and then again, if Mario is gonna be a big time franchise, you can tell Wind Waker stories. You can tell the the Minish Cap stories through anime animation side stories. You know, especially if it does become a big franchise. This is gonna be a hard one. The live action is going to be a hard one because it's going to be the first one. It's going to set the ground, the ground floor, and it's all going to depend on this live action whether Zelda's a property that they can make they can make more of. The one thing you count on is all the fans are going to come out in droves to go see it for sure. So yeah, so you think you then would think that Wind Waker or which one did you say is the would be the one the easiest? Which which game? Either OG Zelda would be uh, the easiest one. one to adapt. Yeah, part part one OG Zelda, or if you want from the top, you can also go Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword or OG. OG, yeah, those would be my picks because even Link to the Past is you know does deal with going back and forth. Our Queen of Time deal does deal with going yeah. back and forth. The Skyward Sword just a bit, but they do they do premise that whole. It's not it's a little bit of time, but they do premise it like more in temples type thing and stuff like that. So it'd be a little bit easier to get away with while still introducing new concepts. So those would be my picks. Again, give me Gandorf's other link. You know, um, 
the Triforce and the gods, probably all you need to tell, because the yeah. gods are important in establishing Hyrule, and you can then you'd be able to get into the different sections. I don't want it to be, also be like, what's it called? What's the? Uh, do you remember seeing Percy Jackson? Mm-hmm. You know, Percy Jackson kind of it was like a quest, and the quest took you to the Medusa, and then it took you to the casino, and then it took you to, and it was mm-hmm. kind of following this linear progression. I do, I, I don't want to see that personally. Um, Lord of the Rings was able to give you different side stories like that, and you know, it kind of gave you a little bit here, a little bit there, and then it kind of brought everybody together. That'd be kind of a cool little route to go. But again, you, this one obviously follow Link um, as the as obviously the the main adventure, the main story there. But you give us a little flashes of Zelda before they meet Zelda. And Link. There's all kind you can do with it. Now, again, I'm really really excited. I'm just super nervous because if yeah. it flops, that that <laughs> would break my heart. It would hurt, yeah, for yeah. sure. I I personally would just because of your advice. I think like one of those would probably be the better way to go. But also for me. Uh, just in my self-interest, being that I know so much about Ocarina of Time, that being the one that like everybody should have played at least, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems a lot more like a two-part movie to me, more than like just one movie. Yeah, I think just because of the the nature of the game and kind of the way it's broken up into two big parts, I feel like that would be a very very good two-part movie. <laughs> yeah. So with more investment, more time, more lore uh the different aspects and things that link has to accomplish uh and that one would be would be better better suited into like okay this is uh yeah, yeah young link and then you get adult link that would be the two ways you break up that movie if you were to go ocarina of time or maybe they could go ocarina of time and just do it just like that and but even then ocarina of time does have that you know it does have lore to it already a little bit of established lore uh here and there and I'm not sure if you'd be able to tell a whole movie like that and something like with Ocarina of Time. But you do get you do get all the big bads and you do get a little bit of everything. So Ocarina of Time would help itself, especially if it was a two-parter. If it was a two-parter, then you can throw Ocarina of Time into the mix. Really, real, real easy. Yeah, I think so too. I think I think they save that, even though it's like the big one that everybody knows, like at least from our generation, right? Yeah. Uh, I I think you save that one and you not that you don't want to take risks, but I think you do a story. You you tell a story that's a little bit easier for mainstream people to understand, and you you kind of expand on, like you said, the simple things. Link, Ganon, uh, Zelda. You know the gods, Hyrule, what the Triforce is, and stuff like that. And then you kind of once people understand, then you get into the complex stuff and the dark stuff and the crazy stuff. Like yeah. at least that, that's how I see it. And yeah, I'm I'm super excited, and I'm super excited for you, and I'm super nervous for you because yeah. I I know what it's like to to be like critical of the things that you love because you want the stuff that you love to be good. Oh, I want it to be I want it to knock it out of the park, and that's why. And I keep saying Lord of the Rings because Lord of the Rings is probably is probably the arguably yeah. the best. That, that's crazy. That, that's like the standard. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. That's what I that's keep saying it, and, and I don't know if that's fair or not, man. But I just keep saying Lord of the Rings mixed with something. Lord of the Rings mixed with something. Lord of the Rings gets just just ah man, it's gonna be crazy, dude. Because again, Lord of the Rings is a standard, man. When it comes to fantasy, high fantasy, like that's where you want to be, man. And that's why it's kind of like, and it's an adventure. It's first and foremost an adventure. So I hope we get something like that. I hope we see, I'm just, I'm nervous. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, Something else that's going to be big is uh, casting, obviously, right? Like people are going to want a good cast, um, which I don't think it has to be somebody super notable. I mean, look at Avatar. 
look at uh, One Piece. Look at how like that kind of is making careers now. Yeah, you just have to get the right person. Uh, and I think Nintendo's involved in this, right? So yes. they're gonna have some say so, and hopefully they, you know, knock that out of the park yeah. with this too. Yeah. Casting, I'm not sure. I can I know I've seen a lot of different fan castings out there. I've seen a lot of people. Uh, who would they like to see as Link or Zelda and stuff like that? Uh, I, me personally, I would like unknowns. I would like people who have, you know, no. If they have acting chops, great. You know what I mean. I think some of the ones I saw were like um, for Link. I saw I saw Tom Holland, but yeah, maybe Tom Holland when he was unknown. And again, I don't know if that's a big a big name or not, but that's just one of the ones I saw. For Zelda, I did see um, Siri from The Witcher, the Netflix yeah. show. I did see Hunter Schaefer as well. I did see um, who else? Those were probably the big two that I saw. I did see um, Emma Watson as one because I think there's somebody somebody that did a fan casting way back when. The only one I think like Ganondorf I did see Idris Elba, and I don't know about you, but I said, man, you I, get me some Idris on Ganondorf, I would go him <laughs> shit. That's probably that, that to me that was a big big one. Like damn, <laughs> like that would be cool. But again, unknowns. You know, if if you want to go that route, give people a shot. Again, um, it, obviously, if they can embody these characters, you know, through and through, that'd be the way to go for me. But yeah, for casting, I have no idea. I don't even want to touch that. I don't even want to give suggestions because obviously they're going to put there whomever they think is best fit. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, exciting that it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I think that's it. Uh, I mean, a lot of stuff we got to do. Uh, film kind of dominated the week. Uh, other thing I did watch this week was the new uh, Resident Evil movie. I think it's called Death Island on Netflix, and it was pretty cool. Just that uh, having you know just recently played Part Four again, and I you know have been a lot with, with that game. Like it's thrown me way back into like the Resident Evil universe. I want to go play some of the other games too. And uh, watching this movie and seeing some of the uh, or seeing all just about all of our favorite heroes uh, with their more modern looks, like with the remakes uh video game models and stuff like that like it, it's really really cool mm-hmm. uh and plus we get to see all our favorites so uh it, it was it, it was a good movie it was enjoyable uh anything else you want to throw in there before we go into hero of the week no uh, that's pretty much about it i was actually looking forward to this podcast just because of those big announcements and all the stuff we got but again nothing too much on my end um as far as like video games and stuff like that so yeah no it's probably a bit about it a, a bit it for me okay so uh hero of the week we talked about it here at the beginning of the film is going to sag after which if you're not familiar with uh what sag after stands for it is the screen actors guild slash american federation of television and radio so basically they're a labor union and they kind of represent like all the actors writers everything uh and it was a big fight that they had in front of them uh like we talked about with uh, ai kind of being at the at the top and everybody getting compensated fairly and stuff like that uh and it's over you know they 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 fought and fought and fought and it's finally over three like we mentioned through your contract uh and they just went out there represented everybody and got them their due diligence so good on them Yes, awesome. That's great news because everything's kicking back up in production. We're going to get everything all over again, so that's great. Great stuff. All right, so Marcus, sign us out. Yeah, nothing 
too much. We still got some things to look forward to. I, I know our Attack on Titan hasn't come, um, review hasn't come out yet, but we'll be getting on that soon. But if you haven't checked out last week things, nothing too crazy. We did talk about a little bit about the Geek Week that came out for Netflix. You know, this time we kind of addressed it last podcast, but the big one for last plot, uh, last podcast was BlizzCon. If you haven't checked it out, check out our last podcast. Let us know what you think. Some of the big announcements that came up. And yeah, give it a listen to. Otherwise, thank you guys for a good night. We'll catch you all later.